Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Josh Acton, and I think this show is going to be called Acton on Topic or Acton on Topics. Not really sure. Topic singular. Topic singular? Topic, I think, also. Yeah, just do topic. one topic per, because one topic per episode would probably be the easiest thing for me to do. Yeah. All right. Well, we just decided it on episode number one, less than 30 seconds in, what the name <laughs> of the show is going to be in. Perfect. Uh, so I have here with me Jackie Warmoth and her intern, Grace Pratt. Pratt. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Uh, I wanted to do a podcast to have conversations with people and learn some more things about stuff I'm not aware of and things that I'm not necessarily involved with, but I would like to get involved with or I'm just interested enough to hear about. Um, and today I have Jackie and Grace with me because I have recently uh, got into polarity therapy among other different therapies, and have been pretty impressed with its effectiveness in uh, the issues that I've come to therapy for. Uh, so I would like to talk with both of you about your experience. Jackie, you more so because you're the go-to polarity therapy person in upstate New York, right? Right. There's a, there are only... Um... Actually, well, upstate New York, my instructor actually is from the Syracuse area, and actually Tully is where the school is. And um, there is another nurse who is a polarity therapist and also a veteran, but he doesn't practice. Um, he might do um, healing touch when he's doing nursing with his patients, but he doesn't practice a full um, 45 minutes to an hour session of polarity therapy. So. Um, even when I was trying to experiencing it, when I was thinking about going into it, it's really hard to find a polarity therapist in this area. Yeah. When I was looking to prepare for this talk, I was looking up polarity therapy and there is not a lot about polarity. There's a lot about it if you find it, mm -hmm. but there's not a lot in general. Uh, and the first place that I went, which I think is a place that a lot of people would go to is probably YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like if you're looking, cause I do it, I started doing YouTube when I found out um, my some of my diagnosis I would just look on there and see like what are the symptoms and what are what is this in a quick like five minute video so when I went on there and I was looking for polarity therapy there's almost nothing and I think the last thing that was on there was uh, from like eight years ago and before that was 12 years and the eight year and 12 year period were the same guy and the guy I'll be honest with you I'm gonna be very I'm gonna shoot from the hip on this show <laughs> the gentleman looked like he was straight out of 1973 uh and this was done in like the 2000s so he had not moved out of 1973 but he seemed knowledgeable but very uh unentertaining not someone that i would listen to long enough to get the information that i needed and after listening to him was not willing to try anything that he had mentioned okay so I think uh, having experienced the uh, effectiveness of the therapy and then wanting to know more about it, it gets difficult when you find that there isn't anything out there. Do you think with you being the if so facto uh, polarity therapy person in upstate New York that if you continue this that you would try to make it more of a 
uh, more well-known? I think uh, one of the ways of people um, that are looking for alternative types of treatments, word of mouth is really the biggest way um, that people spread the word. And so the veterans that have been through Citroen's military program certainly have communicated about polarity therapy if they um, they find it um, a nice experience. And yeah. I, I want to say that that's how I would call it. It's just a nice um, experience with the reason why we started it was because of um, anxiety and stress and pain and depression. And I was looking for another modality as an occupational therapist to work with veterans. And I've had a lot of really good feedback that people, um, veterans have said, I just feel relaxed. Yeah. And that's, that's really what I was kind of looking for, trying to get those vets off the ceiling to come back down, to be able to find peace and calmness, to be able to um, participate in therapy and um, kind of communicate further about what um, their goals are. So as occupational therapists and, and uh, Grace is an occupational therapy intern, we look, our goal is to ask the person we're working with, the veteran, in this case at Citrin's military program, is what do you, what are your goals and what do you want to do? What occupation, whether it's podcasting or golfing yeah. or going back to school, um, being being a great dad, what is it that you want to do? What is your occupation? And polarity therapy has helped helped with that and to have people be focused and find a little more peace so that they can make decisions in their life. So it's a, another tool in your bag of many tools Absolutely. for people who have any type of, a lot of ailments really, right? Uh, yeah. Stress, pain. I don't believe that one thing works for people. It's the same as a rehab director in the past. I believe that nurses and doctors and aides and therapists and physical therapists and occupational therapists and speech therapists, everybody has their role. And when you have one patient and they get all of those types of therapies, you have a better outcome. Mm. So when you're working with um, a service member that has uh, PTSD or depression or anxiety, um, that if you're working with the environment and outside and nature and polarity therapy and biofeedback and the aquatic environment, when you have many modalities, that's really what helps um, a veteran heal. And some some veterans say, I don't really, I didn't really care for the pool, but I really like polarity therapy. Or, right. um, you know, the polarity therapy is great, but I like I like going to the horse barn better. You know, so right. it really it's all personality and. And, and I'm okay. I don't get bent out of shape if somebody um, likes something better or another. So we actually were working with a veteran with polarity therapy um, this week, and he was chuckling a little bit. And uh, right, Grace, he was chuckling and kind of uncomfortable. And then he said, "You know, no, I don't think this is me." But he goes, "It is really relaxing." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yep, <laughs> that's what we're looking for is for you to be relaxed a little bit more." Was that his first one? It was his first one. Yeah, so it seems like, because I can understand that. Uh, mm -hmm. some, and I was just ready to like do whatever I needed to do mm -hmm. at that point. But I think it is something, if, you're, if you feel awkward being touched, right? And um, I feel awkward just, I've never had a massage before, so I would feel awkward going to get a massage, like paying someone to like move my muscles around and stuff. So I think there is an awkwardness to it. But if you realize the effectiveness and what it will do, uh, throughout and then afterwards, it's incredible. Um, I, from my experience, I've gone in there several times at different levels 
of anxiety and depression and um, scatterbrainedness. And each time I come out the same way, very calm, collected, grounded. And it's an incredible experience in, in my experience. And Grace, you are an intern, so not necessarily a patient, and but you have had polarity therapy, yes? Yeah, Jackie did polarity on me so that I would know what it felt like. Um, and, you know, even the person who had his doubts about it, you know, he said, oh, I'm more scientific, so I'm not really into this alternative therapy, but at the end of the day, it made a difference and helped relax him. So, you know, the science, you know, might not be a medicine that you're doing these trials on, but you have, you know, people's opinions that have been through it and you can have data from, oh, their stress went down, their depression went down, their anxiety went down. And that's, you know, qualitative study kind of right there. That's scientific, right? Those are numbers. Um, Yeah, and I think uh, if you needed the numbers, that that would be great to have, I guess, you know, so that people would be more willing to do. I don't know, have you seen that polarity therapy is something that's difficult to get people to because uh, the alternative therapies seem like they're not as um, accepted. Uh, more so now, I think, uh, in my experience, than like maybe in the past. But they still seem like the alternative therapies are, are kind of on the like I, I would trust a doctor with medication more than I trust someone with an alternative therapy um, yeah. without ever trying that alternative therapy. I, I think things have changed um, again in the kind of the world I live in. Um, Polarity, you know, alternative therapies are definitely um, becoming more and more popular. Yeah. I mean, I never thought when I started this military program 10 years ago that veterans would do yoga. Yeah. But there's a group of veterans that really enjoy it. And then when you try to take it down to the components of who doesn't need stretching, like we all need mm-hmm. stretching, um, you know, the the aquatic pool, our pools at Citrin are spa pools, so they're 93 degrees. It's like a bathtub you go into. But some people can't do these exercises on land, so doing them in warm water, it's much more comfortable for yeah. for you. The biofeedback is considered somewhat alternative, so you're teaching somebody how to breathe. Um, and, you know, again, when we go to the horse barn, we're teaching someone how to breathe. And, you know, how do you do therapy with a horse? You know, that's... Yeah the alternative therapy. So, um, I mean, I just, I love doing it. I love doing polarity. I think that it is considered um, in the area of massage um, in Reiki um, and it has great results from it. So, I mean, there hasn't really been many individuals that I've worked with that haven't, hasn't decreased in the area of, we take data on stress, anxiety, Mm -hmm. depression, and pain. Um, and usually somebody it decreases something in that area. So that's really the reason why I started it out with Grace. So you talked about the vet that actually had it done, but what did you think about it when you did Yeah, it? you see how she quickly, <laughs> quickly veered off into, well, yes, she did do polarity on me, but this veteran <laughs> that she did vet, uh, polarity on. Um, so when I had it done, I think I might have fallen asleep for part of it. Um, and then for the rest of the day, I felt like just so at peace and calm and relaxed and I feel like it really made a difference and I mean in school you know there might be more of like a scientific approach and you want to always have evidence-based stuff but 
when I experienced it and I think if more people experience it, like there's definitely something there that, you know, I felt different for the rest of the day afterwards. Have you ever had Reiki done? I have not. So I'm glad you mentioned Reiki because I actually would not have remembered, but I've had Reiki done um, several times and by several different practitioners. I'm not sure what you would call them. And I'll say, honestly, nowhere near the effect that uh, polarity therapy had on me, not anywhere in the realm. Um, Reiki for me was, I, I think I felt more, I probably felt a little more awkward during Reiki um, because I wasn't being touched, but I knew that they were right there, like just not touching me. Um, and then trying to understand where my energies were flowing and like, I was not feeling it. And maybe I, maybe that could just be me and my, the way my energy was at that point And I wasn't feeling it or the person that was doing it wasn't as uh, well skilled. But when I did polarity therapy, that was like, it was something totally different. It was, I actually felt even in the smallest touches, like going from, uh, one finger on one hand to a toe on the opposite foot mm-hmm. uh, is an incredible feeling. And it really, once you lay back and start relaxing and breathing, you almost can understand where the energy is, is going and coming from and where you start to just become your breath and, and just experiencing life in the moment. Uh, I think that's an eye opener uh, between the alternative therapies is that this was to me, incredibly effective and actually could feel it not not just in the touch but could actually feel it rather than rather very key where i really didn't feel anything and, it, and anything i felt afterwards could have been just that i was relaxing mm-hmm. for that period of time and i'm not a, a reiki practitioner so i i can't speak to reiki but um i really do feel um a firm touch um especially to a service member that might have some um, hypervigilance and jumpiness or people coming up behind them. Um, I would never want um, a service member to feel uncomfortable on a table, a massage table, and not know where I am. So even if I'm moving around the body, I'm always got some type of contact on them so they know where I am in the room. I noticed that, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's almost, it's, um, I, I, was trained like that by one clinician. And so I actually practice it because I certainly want the service member to know where I am in the room. Um, But just to give you that polarity is energy and your energy comes out the top of your head and can go into your hands and the bottom of your feet. So the bottom of your feet are very powerful. And it also goes, your energy goes from um, left to right of your body. And then it also goes in your umbilicus and it kind of spirals. Um, so there's a lot of different ways. So the whole concept behind polarity therapy is that if you have a blocked energy somewhere and that's where you start to get illness in your body. And as the practitioner, is that something that you find through a conversation with the patient or through talking and that therapy, or is that something that just you can work through? It's that entire body or do you like, are you narrowing down what you're working on when someone has an issue yeah when um when again when you initially start polarity therapy and again it's the reason why i tell my interns you need to experience i want you to so one thing i haven't done with grace yet is i i do want her to do a 15 or 20 minute session on myself and have her feel it to make sure that the, the touch is appropriate and it's it's um 
what I call it's not light because you don't want to like tickle somebody. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll you know make that feel uncomfortable that it that the, the touch is strong enough. Um, so when you first initially uh, do it, it feels very uncomfortable. But after you start doing hours of body work, um, you kind of chase where you need to go, and you just there are different. Um, you're working with the chakras of the body. And you could be working on communication, healing, your wisdom, power, spirituality, um, basic trust. And there's each chakra that goes with those different areas. And um, so there's actually a protocol that we've got into where to go on the body. But most of the time after you've had experience with it, you kind of know where you need to where you need to travel. And then I always ask um, individuals that I work with, you know, what did you think? What felt most comfortable for you? And it's interesting, like you talk about the hand and the, the opposite foot. Um, people have said that over and over again, mm-hmm. how comfortable that touch is, the palm of your hand to the bottom of your foot. Um, and it has something to do with the, the opposite sides of the body or going over across your corpus callosum in your brain and trying to integrate those two energy fields together. Um, but the, the, the positive thing about polarity is that when you give a session, you get a session too. So it's very, it's very comforting for me to give a session of polarity. Yeah. I remember I asked you after, I think it was one of my particularly uh, rough, uh, anxiety sessions afterwards, if that drains you, right? Because I've, uh, if, if you've ever talked to some Reiki, the people who did Reiki on me told me that they are drained afterwards. Um, and that's why I started saying, well, I understand energy can be transferred. Because uh, mm-hmm. if I get in a bad mood, I know my dog can also get that same energy. And then she's kind of like off on her own, too. So I felt that, yeah, you're taking this energy and you're moving it around. And I can understand that that could wear you down. But then when I asked you and you're like, no, it's kind of like a therapy session for me, too. Uh, it's like a win-win. Uh, so I think that's just all positive, right? Yeah, it's true. You can transfer your energy to another person. Um, So again, when people, when people are sad and depressed and, you know, grumpy, you know, people don't really want to be around people like that. If you're um, happy and gleeful and um, excited, um, if you notice people are attracted to that type of personality a lot. Now, if you're feeling down and somebody's really joyful and involved with that person's way too much for me right now, yeah. um, you can transfer energy to people. So um, from what I understand is that you can transfer negative energy to somebody, but if you're a therapist and your intentions are well and you're right. trying to help somebody, um, my intentions are always to help my service members that I'm working with. So I always try you know, I'm giving positive energy and I'm, you know, trying to, to work with any blockages that they have in their body to make them heal. That's always my intention. So I've never, I haven't had anybody that's had a negative result with it today. Yeah. I can't imagine anybody really would, unless you feel uncomfortable or awkward or the person who's giving the um, session isn't there, Mm -hmm. isn't uh, in the moment for you helping. Um, I can imagine that could be uncomfortable, but if you're, like you said, if you're thoughts are in the right place and everything is, is going to work out and it, it is incredibly effective. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something that, so you said that, um, it's for, to help with depression, anxiety, things like that. But even with people who might have trust issues who are like over, that's an anxiety, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. 
um, is that something that someone could come to uh, a polarity therapist and say that they have issues with trust and things like that, and that would help them? And, and obviously, you'd probably look into other therapy, too, if it was necessary, but would polarity therapy be a good thing to go to for things that people aren't really thinking that they have mental health issues with. You know what I mean? Right. Correct. When you're um, a mental health provider, and so as an occupational therapist, I can provide physical rehabilitation and mental health um, um, therapy. Um, if somebody has, um, you know, anxiety or trust issues, yeah, there's usually a reason why. And to dig a little bit deeper, and I think what polarity um, allows you to do is to again we, we use the word peace or to try to um, focus a little bit more um, and bring yourself back to um, the center and, and focus on yourself and giving you that permission that you are the most important person in your life and to take the time to take care of yourself because um, if you can't take care of yourself you're not taking care of anybody else in in your family or um, so it, it really does give you this calming ability to think and gives you more clarity. Yeah, I from experience, I would say that with my racing thoughts uh, that are just constant, that after and even during that therapy, it goes away. It's just everything seems to calm down. Uh, the, the major waves in the ocean just calm to a very glassy sea. Um, and that la it seems to last for a good amount of time, maybe a day to a couple days. Uh, would you recommend if it was possible to do like a polarity regimen? Like if, if it was possible to do a couple times a week, do you think that that would keep people's, obviously you'd have to do some things on your own in order to stay positive and grounded? Yeah, I think that as, you know, as long, as often as people can do sessions, but typically the most I've ever done it is like weekly with individuals. Could you do it twice a week? Absolutely. Um, and, but there's, there's some self, I think I've, I've, um, might've talked to you a couple of things too, with like doing the star on yourself yeah. and doing some, um, movements of polarity. You can do polarity on yourself to, um, get you to help sleep. Um, so teaching it's, you know, a polarity therapist should be an educator too, to, um, help you carry over some of those things yourself. Um, but just like it's however often people get massage therapy or how often does, you know, people go to get salt rubs or how often do some people get, um, you know, manicures or yeah. or facials or, you know, it's really there are so many things that help people to feel grounded and use that word. And and I love that world because I, I really do think that that's what polarity does, too, is it does ground you. I think it's great that you just said uh, kind of whenever you need it. You know, it doesn't have to be twice or three times a week because if if anyone else was selling this uh, thing that they do, they're more likely to say, oh, yeah, you should come in. It should be a five-time-a-week thing, but in reality, no, you're trying to help people, yeah. and you're not going to tell someone that they need it more than they need it, right? Uh, I think that shows the other positive of you doing this therapy is that the therapy is positive, but it also means that the person doing the therapy needs to be positive as well, right? It needs to be for the right causes. Yeah, I always love to ask um, people afterwards, how did you sleep last night? Or um, it's very often I get the comment that I slept like a log, you know, the night after you did polarity therapy. Um, many people fall asleep during it. 
Um, so, I mean, again, it's that, that grounding that I'm looking for so that they can sleep and recover um, where they might have some energy blocked and you're trying to get the energy to flow freely in your body to have all of your chakras working appropriately. Right. And also in that therapy, um, would that include, because obviously we do other therapies, you and I, but um, in just a polarity session, if there was just a polarity session, would there be um, discussion, like you said, teaching of how to do that on their own so that they wouldn't necessarily need to come back in a few days, that they could try to maintain that that balance and that equilibrium? Yeah, absolutely. If people are, you know, again, it takes a, you know, a little bit of confidence to say, oh, I can do this. I mean... You know, it depends on how the individual reacts to it. Some people fall asleep, so it's really hard to do education yeah. that way. Um, but that's why I always do a little bit of education before I start. This is what I'm going to do, how I'm actually going to do therapy to touch on you. Um, so, you know, not to be shocked. And, and it, it does include the scalp. It does include the feet. Um, it does include the hands, the palm, the chest, um, the legs you know, really everything. And, you know, so I always ask people, are you okay for me to touch your feet? Um, you know, there are some people that do not want their feet touched, but I haven't had anybody say absolutely no to me yet. Um, so again, you know, some people are ticklish and stuff, and that's why that the touch, the firmness is really important too. Yeah. And I do, I mean, I've had, when I've gone back to school, <clears throat> I actually stay in contact with the school that I um, got trained in and certified because there's further education. And so I always go back. I love to go back once a month. And when I give and I receive polarity therapy, and I always get comments from the other polarity therapists that I like your, I like the touch that you use because it's a little bit firmer. And that's what I use on the veterans mm. that I work with. Um, and there's none of this lighter touch that some, some polarity therapists use. That's interesting. It, Seemed to me, I was trying to think of how I would describe your touch, and it's more of a, I would say, motherly, mm -hmm. like not like I'm not gonna squeeze the hell out of you, but it's I'm here for you, uh, that type of touch. Whereas I can't imagine having a different one, like if it was light or because that works so well, mm -hmm. it's not overwhelming. Uh, your hands are warm. <laughs> We're gonna get into the personal. Mm -hmm. Your hands are warm and soft, and mm -hmm. you had a firm touch, and that, I think, was part of the effectiveness. Not only where you were putting your hands, but because of how your hands felt where, when you put them there. Yeah, I think all of that is part of um, um, when you get further into uh, polarity therapy, they do a lot about when you were born, what month you were born in, you know, what is, um, you know, I somewhat I I blame some of my touch on that i grew up with four brothers so um yeah i had to survive in a house full of six kids and um um so i was you know i i held my own ground yeah. and um you know when i have a, a handshake i have a firm handshake um i'm more of an earthy person um you and know. you don't seem to be uh nervous while doing it right like and i think we got along very well and it was very mm -hmm. short into our I think meeting that I started to do polarity therapy and I'm also not the type of person that likes to be touched. Mm -hmm. Um, so in knowing that you were going to touch me, I didn't really have any anxiety about it. I just lay down. I think the hard part for me was to just relax my breathing, which uh, ultimately seemed to just happen as you did the polarity therapy. Um, right. I just 
started to breathe normally. And what I found, this wasn't something I necessarily was going to mention, but what I found and realize now is that my breathing was regular during that time. Like and what I would explain as regular, what you should be doing when you're breathing, breathing in and breathing out, breathing in and breathing out at a regular rhythm. And when I have not gone with polarity, I seem to forget to breathe sometimes, which seems weird. Like I'll be talking and just forget to breathe. But then I realized during polarity therapy, I was just breathing in that rhythm. Uh, and then I, we've talked about the breathing too and, and taking the breath into your stomach. and that sticks in my head because of how natural it started to happen. I just wasn't doing, I was not making myself breathe. It was just happening. Um, and the polarity therapy showed me that. So there was another positive in that, that I took away from even after polarity therapy that I need to remain in that breathing when I have the anxiety issues or anything that's going on that's driving me through the roof. I know that that breathing technique can help. And a lot of times you've probably heard that in the past, like just breathe, just breathe. I think that's what they're talking about is is having a good rhythm of breath. Um, and yeah, I think people get asked or, you know, told to breathe, but there's certain types of breathing that you can do um, that makes a difference. I mean, it's not just taking a deep breath and blowing it out. There's many things that you can do within your body and your mind and um where maybe Grace can teach us a little bit about because she's actually been studying a little bit on breathing or meditation of different types that you could do. But, um, you know, that's why I always start with breathing before I actually put somebody on the polarity table doing biofeedback with breathing because it's so important. And that's part of anxiety and depression and trying to gain control of your body your feelings, your emotions. Um, we do really have control over our own bodies and many people don't really realize that. Um, and it may sound alternative, but you know, we, we have one body, so we might as well take care of it the best mm -hmm. we can. And breathing is a really basic, um, but it's healing. It's, it can, oh, yeah. it's very healing. In many cases, if you're upset or if you're, uh, anxious or if taking a certain amount of breaths and just focusing on breathing mm -hmm. incredibly helpful mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of crazy how that's therapeutic and it's something that we just have to do mm -hmm. um, so since there is not a lot of polarity therapy information in upstate new york but there is a lot of good information um, if you look at like the american physical therapy association there's information on it there um, there's even uh, polaritytherapy.org that has a lot of good information on it about the uh, creator. Um, Dr. Stone. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, what was his first name? I wrote it down. Oh, wait, I have it right here. Randolph Stone, Dr. Randolph Stone, uh, like in the 70s, right? Mm -hmm. And then it kind of just took off. And it's actually, I, I was surprised to see, because I don't know, I didn't know much about polarity therapy. So when I started to look into it, I was comparing it more to Reiki. Um, but it is more established, I think, in, in the experience that I've had researching both, that polarity therapy seems to be more of a accepted medical type of where I didn't think that I found that in Reiki. Well, Dr. Stone has a really interesting um, background where he, he is a 
He is a physician, an MD, and he's also an OD, a doctor of osteopath. So he did, not only did he, um, was he a physician to many of his patients, but he also manipulated his patients being a doctor of osteopath. And he knew that the therapeutic touch healed his patients just as well as medicine did. And um, so he's got a really interesting background and he traveled all over the world doing polarity therapy. Um, so again, go, knowing the research and knowing who he was, um, he wasn't in, you know, an, an alternative individual that just did polarity therapy. He was actually medically right. trained um, and found a lot of healing purposes for it. Yeah. And I uh, saw on the American Physical Therapy Association's website that um, at the very end of their blurb about polarity therapy, they said that they anticipate working alongside Red Cross and first responders and victims uh, during natural disaster efforts. And it's obviously it's not now, I guess, because it said that they anticipate. Um, but do you see that that's something that could be coming? Because that seems like an incredible uh, therapy for people who do go through like firefighters or police officers and veterans obviously seem to be taking well to it that that should be expanded to other people who have traumatic experiences do you see that coming um i think that um as polarity therapy grows and when i teach at utica college i or utica university now i always share with the students um that there's a lot out there you know i'm teaching occupational therapy but there's a lot of different um types of things that you could get interested in that you're going to help the pa these patients um that you see and um there's a lot of anxiety in the world mm -hmm. there's a lot of depression um a lot of pain a lot of people live with you know this this mental pain um, and I think polarity therapy does help with that. So whether you're a firefighter, or a police officer, or a veteran, or working in the medical field, or just been through trauma, I think polarity therapy can help a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, you do polarity therapy at Citrin, mm -hmm. and you've mentioned to me that you would possibly open up your own practice. Is that something that you I'm Yeah, definitely about? considering it and have a big interest in doing it, yes. Would that be in addition to Citrin? Yes. Oh, okay, good. Because <laughs> I need you at Citrin. I'll come to the polarity therapy, but I need you at Citrin too. Yep. Um, and I think that would be great. I would love to see polarity therapy start popping up because I think that if people, like you said, word of mouth, if that's definitely going to get people to do it because you're getting experiences from people that you trust more so than just getting it like YouTube or Google. Mm -hmm. Um. But I think, and that would probably lead to more videos and information on Google because of that word of mouth. I think it should be much more popular than, like, it's hard to find. It's not something that um, I don't believe anyone is going to tell you about if you don't know someone who's done it, right? Right. So um, one of our uh, veterans from Citroen just went back to massage therapy school, and he learned, you know, they had like a day of polarity therapy. Um I had done polarity therapy on him before he went to massage therapy school. Hang on one second. Yep. Sorry. And we're back. Sorry. So I was saying that um, massage therapy school did go over a little bit of polarity therapy. Uh, my sister is a chiropractor, and uh, she knows a little bit about polarity therapy, too. Um, so 
you know, it's kind of like, you know, physicians know a little bit about everything, um, but they don't specialize in, for example, uh, maybe uh, wound care. Um, but there's a lot of uh, continued education on a lot of different things. So when you're when you've gone through training on polarity therapy or something specific like that, um, you're just a little bit more knowledgeable than. Um, so, I mean, the massage therapist and I have talked about swapping and doing massage therapy and polarity therapy or whatever, just to do more of it. Cause I, I'd, I'd like to do polarity therapy on, um, this massage therapist again, just to see if he has a different experience than prior, because now he knows kind of like what he's, yeah. what he's looking for or because he, he goes for massage therapy uh, for two hours sometimes. Um, and if what the difference between polarity therapy or him having a massage and what he thinks about the difference of it. So yeah, that'd be feed, great. feedback from people is important to me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And especially if you want to establish a practice on your own, right? You want to have the best possible practice you can. And having that information, that feedback from your patients is going to help you create the better experience for future patients. Mm -hmm. So that's great. Would you combine polarity with massage therapy or would it be just polarity well probably i mean i do a slight amount of massage but um i wouldn't really um consider it massage therapy believe it or not ot's and pt's can do massage therapy but we never really are hugely trained in massage therapy so when i was a rehab director at citra and i actually pulled in a massage therapist to teach the ot's and pt's on how to do massage therapy in case we had some chronic pain patients to um, um, to work with. It's always beneficial if you have those people with further training. We do have a PTA on staff that is a massage therapist too. Um, but probably I would just be sticking to polarity therapy. Okay. And uh, I was looking, again, looking at uh, polarity therapists and where they are, and there's none around. Obviously, you know that. Right. So if someone was looking for polarity therapy or just wanted, they can get more information from the APTA.org or um, polaritytherapy.org and other Google sites, I'm sure. But if they wanted to really speak with someone or speak with you even, like where would someone go to to get into polarity therapy? Obviously at Citrin, that's where it's at now. Um, right. So it, other than that, there is nothing local. Yeah, no, the there's no other um, person local. Um, Syracuse is the closest other therapists that, that perform it. Um, and then the school is in Tully, New York. It's called uh, uh, Syracuse Polarity School. And they'll the do, do they do therapy for patients or is that they are doing it on training? No, they're actually, um, the our instructor actually does do books patients for okay so that's something that if anyone was looking for polarity they could because they can't necessarily get to you at citrin right unless they're a veteran yeah, and yeah it's a veteran program but they could reach out to me if they're interested via my email which is um jdwarmuth at gmail.com so jdwarmuth at gmail.com yeah that would be great i think uh it would be helpful for a lot of people mm -hmm. if they could get involved with it and i think having more information or more access to uh one-on-one -on -one information rather than having to read it and figure it out for yourself is important. Yep. Experiencing it is amazing, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I would love to be able to do it like once a week. Like this is my thing. Cause I, I would never really need a massage. I don't think like that's really just, that's all I need. It calms my whole body down, calms my mind down, uh, makes me breathe. And I, I just feel like I'm here. 
now on earth and ready to just live what I'm supposed to be living. Mm -hmm. uh, so in my experience, it's incredible. 10 out of 10. Do it. Just do it. <laughs> uh, Grace, you've been real quiet. You look like you're sleeping with your eyes open over there. Yeah, Thanks for coming. I, I think that, you know, doing polarity with Jackie and, you know, having it done on me and seeing the difference it makes, like, has opened my eyes to just, you know, continuing education. And I'm looking at graduating this May, but, you know, possibly learning how to do polarity myself in the future or other alternative therapies. And it's just important for, like, medical professionals especially um, to have their minds open and be able to provide different services to patients because, you know, a, you know the same drug isn't going to work for everybody. And the more tools you have, the more effective you'll be at treating somebody. So it's definitely, you know, opened my eyes and been a great experience for me, and I hope I have more to do with it in the future. That's a great point is that having more tools uh, as a physician, as a doctor, right? Uh, I've talked to you, Jackie, many times about how I've seen doctors in different facilities mm -hmm. outside of Citroen that was very difficult to communicate with. Um, it just seems like it's cookie cutter or you have a number and you're just going to take this pill that um, you fit in this category. And having gone to Citroen and working with you, it's all about what, is available that will help you not this thing seems to help in this sense so you take this it's what is there that's available in the world whether we do it now or not that might be able to help you and i think that's an incredible experience for anybody in the health or going through the healthcare system is to know that the people who are taking care of them are looking outside of the box it's not these drugs that were developed in the 70s and the 80s and 90s that they're just going to keep pushing out. It's, okay, well, maybe that drug worked a little bit in this case, but maybe we can do some polarity therapy, and it will help in this case. And then maybe we do some equine therapy, and that will help in this case. And then overall, all of those tools creates a, a conducive therapy to living better, right? Yeah, I think um, as a, a professor at Utica University and, and Grace actually being one of my students, um, one of the things that I have said over and over in class is that you need to listen to your patients. Um, if you don't know what they're there for, if you don't know what they're struggling with, um, it's really hard to help them. Yeah. Um, so listening is number one, definitely. Um, and then, and when you listen to your patients, it's like, what is important to them? Right. What are your goals? This isn't what I want you to do or who I want you to become. It's um it's what your goals are. So I think that um that you know again listening and listening to where people have pain or why they have anxiety or um is really important. So it's you know polarity therapy is just one of those modalities that can help us in our in our toolbox. Correct. Yeah. Um I think that's great, and I think any veterans that end up listening to this uh, should take note that if there's anything that they're going through that they need help with, I think they can reach out to Citroen, right? Yes. Um, and it's been an incredible experience for me. I don't know where I'd be right now if it wasn't for Citroen. Uh, working with outside facilities uh, proved to be pretty difficult over the years, and this has been just a great experience. So like a community, um, and 
an open experience. I've seen, I've met so many different people, tried so many different therapies already, and all of them have their little ways of helping, and, and they all kind of come together in this, you know, uh, it's almost like a pill that I can take without having to take a pill. I can come and do some polarity therapy. I'll do my equine therapy. Um, we do some talk therapy, and I always end up feeling better, and I think it's because of the way you approach it, um, where you might get those things somewhere else in piecemeal, but they don't come together. Uh, and I think it's important to stress that at Citroen, that's exactly what you're getting, especially with Jackie Warmoth. Uh, it's been a great experience. Um, so thank you both for coming. Of course, what it's what a great great topic and and uh, great discussion. So yeah, thanks we'll for do, having us. Uh, yeah, thanks for having us. We will have another discussion of something some other time, a different topic, singular, that uh, Acton will get on, and I'll have to learn something. Maybe maybe even talk to Jeff and Maria about uh, equine therapy. I think that's important. Yes. Um. So, thank you for joining. I hope people listened and. Enjoyed the podcast with Jackie, Grace, and Josh. And if you're interested in polarity, please uh, visit Citron. Is it Citron.com? Yep. So they can visit Citron.com and get some more information there. Thanks.